0: Welcome back. This is part two of episode seven. And in part one, we talked about how AJ and I met, how we met online, how we're in a long distance relationship during a pandemic, making that work. And of course, we're both later in life learning how to have a successful relationship and so for part two we thought we would touch on what a a couple of things i i think that make us unique as um a couple because i think that we do things a little bit different than your average couple i think uh, do you think that's accurate
1: i definitely think we're breaking the rules (laughs) <laughs> yeah most people have set forth for being couples on you know the things that are kind of forbidden that you don't do, don't say don't go there, don't give up uh too much information unless you're prompted, and even then, you know, be careful in the choices that you make and the things you tend to share. so um yeah i think I think we're definitely unique,
0: yeah and that's so i I feel like it's so common nowadays for people to be guarded for people to not let themselves be too vulnerable. Mm -hmm. And we've tried to do the opposite. And part of that is because we don't want to make the same mistakes. We have a few marriages between the two of us and um, we want this to be different. We want this to be successful. And so we've done a few things a little bit different. And I think number one which I have to give you credit for this. And so I promised this would not be lovey dovey and, uh, you know, singing your praises for the full episode. But I feel like there has to be a little bit of that because I have to give you credit.
1: All right, credit, uh, credit me. I'll take the props. I <laughs> no, will take the absolutely. props. Absolutely.
0: Got to give you props. But I think it started with having those first conversations, the life story type of conversations that we had, and a lot of people shy away from those conversations because they think, oh, well, I don't want to say too much. I don't want to turn that person off by telling them my life story. I don't want to, I don't want them to get the wrong impression about this or that. And I'm really proud of the fact that we were able to really have some deep conversations to lay it all out there. And neither one of us was very judgmental about what was said.
1: And that was very key that we didn't try to judge each other. You know, a lot of people may hold some things back because they have some things to hide. And I didn't have anything to hide. And, you know, I knew that you felt open enough with me that you didn't feel like you needed to hide anything. So, you know, I did kind of insist that you go first and tell me your life story. (laughs) um you know that what that take like two days um (laughs) and then she was like okay your turn and at that point I was you know traveling and I said you know I'm gonna be in a place where I can't really talk to you there might be other ears listening let me wait a day before I share my life story with you and you were very adamant about no we're not waiting a day (laughs) I just spilled out my world to you. You're about to spill too, you know, and I didn't have any problem with that. I just wanted to, you know, make sure we're in the right situation and, you know, that I could tell it all, you know, that's um, part of our thing, you know, is that we don't want to make those same mistakes. And, you know, not all of them are just been total mistakes, but we don't want to keep doing the same thing over and over and expecting to get a different result. We want our result to be better, different, positive. So we're going to approach this relationship in a better, different way than what most people would or that we had been doing in the past.
0: Absolutely. And part of that was being able to talk about previous relationships, which I think, again, this is something people shy away from um, and even are judged by if you bring up uh, your ex-spouse or your ex-boyfriend or girlfriend, it's like, oh my goodness, what, why is this person talking about this? Aren't they over it? And we're both very much over. Yeah, way <laughs> over, Are. over, so over, over. <laughs> <laughs> so over. But we years. learned a lot from that, you know, yes. I mean, not
1: over it as in um, mad that it happened or mad that it ended, um, you know, we're both ended amicably in our previous relationships and we can talk about it and we can you know we can still go there
0: yeah exactly and it's really comforting to be able to say in a previous relationship this used to bother me just so you know just so i'm you know being transparent and feel comfortable doing that and not feeling like, oh, I'm putting too much out there. Oh, this person's going to think I'm still dwelling on that. Um, I feel like that's been so beneficial because it's helped me understand you more and vice versa and not repeat those same mistakes. As you said, that's the key is now, you know, you, you, I can't say six months down the line, oh, well, you didn't tell me that that bothered you.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, I think a lot of people spend time trying to protect their own heart, all about, hey, I don't want to get hurt. I don't want to get burned. And we just kind of blindly went in there and said, hey, you know, if this lasts for a day or two, we had fun for that day or two. And yeah, it's going to hurt for a week or two, but you know, life will go on. And so we really let our guards down and didn't worry about that protective piece, but rather the showing that we can give, showing that we can, you know, drop our guards and just be there for each other and and see where it leads, you know, again, just trying to get a different result, trying to get better at this love thing.
0: And I think that's part of being in a relationship later in life also is that there isn't this sense of like calamity if it ends, Um, Mm -hmm. You know, it's like you've been through that before. You've survived that before. We've survived divorce before. We've survived a relationship ending. Are we super hopeful that this works out in the long Mm -hmm. term? Absolutely. Mm -hmm. Do we think it will? Absolutely. But um, it's not this thing of like, oh my goodness, well, I'm going to hold my cards close because the last thing in the world I want is to lose him. Uh, you know, I'd rather be real, I'd rather it be something really, really meaningful for as long as it lasts, Mm -hmm. than not be genuine, and not have something meaningful.
1: That sums it all up. That's our approach on both ends. And, you know, we didn't just come to that haphazardly, it was, you know, it was something that we set out to do. Now, you know, I don't know who can take credit for like coming up with that first, but as we agreed, we just said, you know,
0: um,
1: another of our policies is, you know, we're going to keep the cell phones face up. And I've been in several previous relationships where, hey, I'm out with you. That cell phone's going to be face down in my pocket. The ringer turned (laughs) off and I better not get a call from who knows who just because they, you know, decided to call that day and then I had to explain what it's all about. So, you know, before those situations arise, I let you know right up front, hey, this situation came up. <clears throat> I didn't reach out to them. They may reach out to me at some point, but when you see that name pop up on my phone, you won't have a question about who, what, why, and where. And you you'll already have some kind of history now. You know, you can't uh, foresee every. <laughs> every uh, ex or person who just happens to call your name to say uh, Merry Christmas and Happy New
0: Year. But
1: uh, <laughs> yes. the ones that we can, we we probably already know about each other.
0: Yes, absolutely. And um, I think this is definitely something that's unique to us. And, and I want to point out, it's not coming from a point of like jealousy or um, trying to be, controlling or you know protective or anything it literally is uh, you know if somebody reaches out to me and says hey what are you what are you up to I haven't seen you for a while are you single or whatever i'm going to be able to feel comfortable having that conversation with you without feeling like you're now questioning you know uh, my loyalty to you or questioning if there's something else going on like we can just really talk about it and so <clears throat> when i mention that person's name you know who it is when that phone pops up with that um that person's name it's not it's not a surprise oh okay that that's the that's the person that we talked about yeah before. now on the that is, on the iphone
1: nowadays the not only does it pop up their full face pops up <laughs> along with their name you're right. like wait a minute <laughs> Why, why am I getting the whole picture there and there and emoji and all of that? And it's showing up and are <laughs> like, okay, who is that?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yes. Um, so I, I am, again, I, I it's so c- comforting and different for me to be in a situation where that could happen and it's not immediately like 10,000 questions or like, What the heck's going on here it's just like oh okay yeah um that's it's just such peace of mind when you can really be yourself when you know that you can be open and honest and vulnerable and still feel loved and still feel supported and feel like okay this person's as far as i know they're not going anywhere (laughs) it's a really great feeling
1: yeah i'm here to stay you can't get rid of me that easily (laughs)
0: The other part of that, and I think it is, as you said, it's all tied into that feeling of doing things differently than what we've done in the past and keeping in mind things that we've experienced in the past and wanting to be different in that sense, too. And another one of those things is that we keep in touch with some, not all, but some uh, of the people we were previously in relationships with
1: mm-hmm. i think that that is refreshing and again different and you know if i just happen to mention that to a friend whether it be you know my daughter she's really close to me and we talk about everything or whether it is uh another male friend they're just like uh, why would you tell her that she doesn't need to know all that <laughs> that's your business and you know, I listen, I smile, and I go, okay. I say to myself, well, you know, I'm, I'm trying to do it differently. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm willing to let it all out there. And I don't mind if she is in touch with people that she uh, was, was in a relationship with, and she doesn't mind if I am. And again, we let each other know. Uh, so there's no, there's nothing, there's no hidden agendas there. There's nothing that We feel like uh, we got to keep from each other because it's gonna hurt their feelings or it's gonna bring out um, jealous thoughts. Um, Just keep it 100, as they say.
0: There is no feeling like being able to be honest and transparent and and still feeling uh, loved and supported. I mean, there's just no feeling like that. And absolutely, if we're in um, a situation where uh, ex-spouse or, or ex-boyfriend or girlfriend the, the uh, relationship ended as you said amicably you still have somewhat of a, a friendship I mean in some cases it is an actual friendship in some cases it's more like an acquaintance you know you hear from them at uh, Christmas or you get a, a uh, happy birthday text message occasionally um, why you know why deny that based on what insecurity, jealousy, the fear of losing that person or, uh, you know, returning back to, you know, your significant other returning to the person. I mean, as they say, an ex is an ex for a reason. If you're secure in your relationship, you know, there should be really no issue with that.
1: I agree, no issues at all.
0: So it is about learning from past, situations. And, and as you said, it's not only mistakes, we also talk about things that we have uh, somewhat evolved into, and uh, that were positive And we're able to share those also. It's just giving each other as much information about how to love each other, how to support each other, how we can feel secure in our relationship and hopefully that leads to it just deepening and growing
1: yeah we've um you know we've often said that you know i wouldn't usually tell anybody this or this isn't some isn't how we usually handle these situations but i'm letting you know now that you know i'm going to handle it different differently and you know like you said it it is an evolution it, comes with age it comes with experience the 20 year old me would not have been able to handle that situation in the same way it would have been deceit and hiding and you know as us males do try to be a player and play a few women at the same time but you know at this point in life there's no reason for that you you're in and you know again um not as worried about protecting your heart. You just kind of go in there, see what it's going to be like. And you know that, you know, if it's great, it's going to stay, you know, great for as long as it can. If it's not so great, then it's going to end and life goes on. You know, um, I often use the phrase in my personal life that, you know, it's never actually been the end of the world. You may feel like it hurts really bad and it's you know sad for a period of time, but the world hasn't actually ended. You know, things keep going on.
0: So as I mentioned, this episode was all about getting to know us as a couple, AJ and I. That's a little bit about our relationship and how we met each other and some of the things that we are doing a little bit differently as we explore love later in life, in our 50s in this case. And I hope that that inspires you. I hope that you have some things that you think, oh. Okay, that might be something I might might try. That's the whole purpose of the podcast. As you know, the phrase is, it's never too late for love. And we really believe that. We really live that. It's not just something that that we just say. It's something that we're really trying to do every single day as we work to deepen our relationship and um, discover each other as time goes on. So I hope that you enjoyed this episode and AJ will definitely be back. Right oh there. yeah,
1: I'm coming back. You're going to hear more of me for sure.
0: And I love having a another perspective, particularly a male perspective. So there are a number of episode topics that I really look forward to us doing together. And you'll definitely have to stay tuned for those episodes. As always, you can reach me at admin at laterinlifelove.com or you can leave us a voicemail at anchor.fm forward slash laterinlifelove. We would love to hear from you. Let us know what you think about this episode. Let us know how you met your significant other or if you're still dating and you're still on um, dating apps and exploring that. Let me hear about how that's going. would love to hear from you. Until next time.
1: Until next Monday.